good evening. It is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 11.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective. Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, and Jesse Bell. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. Sheepdog Trials return to Grass Creek Park with admission by donation. The Kingston Sheepdog Trials Festival presented by Subaru of Kingston returns to Grass Creek Park Friday, August 11th and runs until Sunday, August 13th with tons of family-friendly and pet-friendly fun. Learn more about the festival at the City of Kingston website. Plan to enjoy this unique rural summer festival with family and friends. See Border Collies herd sheep in time trials and take in our many great festival attractions at beautiful Grass Creek Park on the shores of the St. Lawrence, said Emily Mattpan, Assistant Supervisor of Special Events. To welcome back the festival and its guests, all admission fees have been waived for 2023 and replaced with admission by donation. There are no tickets required for this family-friendly event. Presented by Subaru of Kingston, the Sheepdog Trials run daily from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m on Friday, August 11th to Sunday, August 13th. The festival attractions will be held over the course of the weekend and include a wide variety of activities and demonstrations, including market vendors each day, with various wares for both dogs and their owners, local food vendors with great eats and sweet treats, dog agility shows with absolute agility, horse carriage racing on the trial field, the utilities Kingston water buggy, sheep to shawl demonstrations and silent auction, lots of free parking on site, and much more. The city reminds festival goers that if they plan to bring their dog along, please be sure to keep them on leash while roaming the grounds. And don't forget your sunscreen and refillable water bottle for the Utilities Kingston Water Buggy. Once again, this is located at Grass Creek Park at 2991 Highway 2, adjacent to the McLaughlin Woodworking Museum. For accessibility, accessible parking, drop-off areas, and portable washrooms will be available. Contact Emily Matpan at emattpan at cityofkingston.ca if you have questions regarding accessibility. Grass Creek Beach will be open on this day. The dog park will be closed to the public from August 7th until August 15th to present the festival. You can learn more about the festival at the Sheepdog Trials website. The City of Kingston presents unique naming rights opportunity for premier large entertainment venue. The City of Kingston is thrilled to announce an exceptional opportunity for businesses to submit proposals for the highly sought after naming rights of the large venue entertainment center, currently known as the Leon Center in downtown Kingston, Ontario. This exclusive partnership will provide unprecedented exposure and brand recognition in one of Canada's most vibrant hubs. The selected naming rights partner will have the privilege of associating its esteemed brand with this world-class venue, capturing the attention of millions of visitors, bands, and media outlets. Boasting a prime location at the intersection of Ontario Street and Tragically Hip Way, this venue stands as a centerpiece of Kingston's entertainment landscape. The arena, with a seating capacity of 5,000 for sporting events and 6,700 for concerts, serves as the proud home of the Kingston Frontenacs of the Ontario Hockey League and has hosted a multitude of exhilarating events, including concerts by global icons and thrill sports spectacles. The large venue entertainment center has had amazing support from naming rights partners, including Rogers K-Rock and Leon's, says Lucretia Turner, Director of Recreation and Leisure Services. We are looking forward to building a new relationship with a partner to connect with the passionate community of Kingston and the region. By securing naming rights, the chosen partner will unlock a myriad of benefits, including exceptional brand visibility through prominent exterior signage, widespread media coverage, and a captive audience of diverse demographics. Interested parties can visit cityofkingston.ca slash business to request a copy of an expression of interest document. Businesses are invited to submit a simple proposal highlighting their brand synergy with the venue's rich legacy, commitment to community engagement, and innovative marketing strategies. The deadline for proposal submissions is Wednesday, August 30th at 3 p.m. A review committee comprising of city staff, industry experts, and community leaders will meticulously evaluate all submissions and recommend a naming rights partner to city council for consideration. The city of Kingston welcomes proposals from local, national, and international companies eager to leave an indelible mark on Kingston's cultural landscape.
have your say, and create a more livable Kingston. The city is collecting feedback and input from community groups, partner organizations, businesses, and community members on a draft community standards bylaw. On June 29, 2022, City Council directed staff to prepare a bylaw that would help deter certain types of nuisance behaviors in the community. The draft, now available for review on Get Involved Kingston, includes odors, construction materials and construction dust, idling, feeding of wildlife, textile collection sites and flyers, safe use of public spaces, and damage to city property. The safety and well-being of our community members and visitors in a clean and enjoyable environment where everyone feels included are priorities for the city of Kingston, says Andrew Reeson, Senior Legal Counsel. The vision of the Community Standards Bylaw is for community members to continue working together to create a livable community, as previously laid out in the city's Good Neighbor Guide. Feedback will be considered as staff further refine the bylaw to ensure it meets the needs of community members. Community members are invited to review and comment on the draft Community Standards Bylaw until August 18th. If you prefer to provide comments by phone or require accommodation to provide comments, please call 613-546-0000. The recommendations for the 2023 City of Kingston Arts Fund have been announced and approved by Council, but not without concerns raised regarding this year's allocation of funding. First established in 2007, the City of Kingston Arts Fund consists of approximately 70% operating grants and 30% project grants, which are distributed annually by the Kingston Arts Council, amongst local arts organizations, collectives, and other groups to support Kingston's arts scene. Applications are reviewed and assessed each year by peer juries, and decisions are made by the Kingston Arts Council and the City. This year's grants consisted of a total of $619,345 distributed amongst 12 operating grants and 16 project grants. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic over the last few years, some of the past projects were cancelled or modified, resulting in grant funds being left unspent and carried over. This year, all the money that was available has been allocated. While requests always exceed the amount of funding available, the amount that they were able to award through the program this time around has been closer to meeting requests than ever before. The recommendations for this year's distribution of grants was brought forward for the approval of City Council at their meeting on Tuesday, July 11th. While the recommendations were approved, it was not unanimous. Some council members had questions regarding the distribution of funds. The funding allocated to the Heart Center was also a central topic of concern amongst council members. Thank you. As I'm looking at the actual grant results here on page 20 of the report, um, I noticed that the Agnerington Center and the Kingston Symphony Association are receiving the most amount of funds and yet also seem to be one of the, or the two most well-endowed, financially well-endowed um, groups here. And I noticed that the Heart Center, which is uh, going through an existential crisis now as they're being forced to move, is also getting near the very bottom of the amount uh, handed out here. So I'm wondering what the rationale is for um, the amounts given. Councillor Osinek also referred to the lack of funding to the Heart Centre as she expressed her disapproval, stating the following. The resulting vote from Council was 7-4, to four, with Councillors Osinek, McLaren, Hassan, and Glenn opposed. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is your Arts Desk with Lauren Tucker. Thanks, Christina. Here's your arts and culture news for the week. More 
more choral programming is hitting the Isabel Bader Center this week as Kingston is treated to three different shows. On July 19th at 7.30 p.m., the Kingston Chamber Choir presents an evening of poetry and music entitled Beyond Words, an all-Canadian and American program of contemporary compositions. And on Friday, July 21st at 7.30 p.m., you can catch an amazing collaborative show between Albany Pro Musica and Camerata Chorale de Puerto Rico entitled I Dream a World. This concert is part of the Pro Musica International Choral Festival, bringing together talented young singers from across the U.S. and Canada to conduct vocal clinics, rehearsals, seminars, and shows like these. And moving into the weekend, the Pro Musica International Choral Festival finale is on Saturday the 22nd at 7.30 p.m. These talented high school singers will be joining forces with professional visiting choruses Albany Pro Musica, the Camerata Choral de Puerto Rico, and the Kingston Chamber Choir. The concert will culminate in the world premiere of a work by festival guest composer and conductor Dr. Rollo Dilworth. Doors for all of these shows are at 7 p.m. and general admission is $25 and only $10 to access the live stream. Also at the Isabel, applications to their 2023-2024 Imagine Arts Incubator program are open now until August 20th. The artist residency supports creation-based filming, recording, or streaming initiatives for original works. It seeks socially engaged art projects tackling the issues of our time. To get tickets to any of the shows mentioned, or to learn more and apply for the Arts Incubator program, you can find it all at queensu.ca slash theisabel. The 15th annual Kingston Writers Fest will be hosting their launch event on Wednesday, July 19th at 7.30 p.m. at the Agnes Etherington Arts Centre. Named a Most Anticipated Book of the Year by the Globe and Mail and the Toronto Star, this event will be celebrating with Jen Sukfong Lee and her new book, Superfan, How Pop Culture Broke My Heart, with an onstage conversation and an audience Q&A. A Today Show recommended read, this beautifully intimate memoir in pieces uses one woman's lifelong love affair with pop culture as a revelatory lens to explore family, identity, belonging, grief, and the power of female rage. Plus, you can get a copy of this September's Kingston Writers Fest program during the event. Tickets are just over $20, and you can get them now at kingstonwritersfest.ca. Opening on July 18th, Stephen Sondheim's company The Musical will be presented by Inspire Productions in collaboration with Blackwood Productions. This sophisticated, wittily humorous musical poses sharp insights into the intricacies of relationships, the dilemmas of vulnerability, and the essence of being alive. Company will be running at the Spire from July 18th to 22nd, 2023 at 7.30pm with an additional matinee on July 22nd at 2.30pm. Tickets are just $25 plus tax and are available at the door or at companybyinspired.eventbrite.ca. This Saturday on July 22nd, Howl Island Rock and the Rock features a full day of music from My Son the Hurricane, The Wilderness, Chris and D, Tiny Horse, Reckless and Bandit, and the Bon Evans Band, as well as a special guest new band that is to be announced. Tickets are only $40 and selling fast. This event runs the whole day with gates at 11 a.m. And for more on tickets and shuttle information, you can visit howislandrockandtherock.com. That's howislandrockandtherock.com. And last but certainly not least, the City of Kingston has launched three new self-guided audio walking tours entitled Creative Kingston. Tour options include the Downtown Tour, the West, Queen's University and Area Tour, and the Extended Tour. The tours range from about 60 minutes to two and a half hours in length and feature the history of film, music, literature, and more in the city. 
These narrative tours are free to access for everyone and are available in both English and French. They include archival images, video clips, behind-the-scenes stories, and more to unlock the creative history of Kingston. Plus, you can take the West or Extended Tour option to stop off at CFRC and learn more about our station's history as the country's longest-running campus radio station and our support of the local music community. That's all I've got for you on Arts Desk this week. Now I'll turn it over to sports. Good evening. This is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk, and this is your sports report for Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. We begin with Major League Baseball. The Toronto Blue Jays hosted the San Diego Padres at the Rogers Center on Tuesday, July 18th, and it was a dominant victory for the Padres as they controlled the game from start to finish, winning by a score of 9-1. to This is a rare low moment for Toronto, who over their last 10 games have had an excellent 8-2 record. This hot streak has helped them move into third in the AL East. At present, they trail the first place Tampa Bay Rays by five and a half games and the second place Baltimore Orioles by four and a half games. They sit in the second wildcard spot, which means if the season ended today, Toronto would make the playoffs. However, there are still over 65 games remaining to play for the Major League Baseball season, so anything can happen. In local sports news, it has been announced that former NHL defenseman Hal Gill will be joining NHL Hall of Famer Larry Robinson at the Gord Brown Memorial Golf Tournament. The Gord Brown Memorial Golf Tournament is named in honor of the late Gord Brown, a conservative MP who served the Rideau Lakes and Thousand Islands District riding. The event itself is being put on by the United Way, and a portion of all proceeds will be going towards local charitable endeavors. The tournament will take place at the Smuggler's Glen Resort Hotel in Lansdowne, Ontario. Interested parties can still register online by going to unitedwayleadsgrenville.square.site. Sign up quick, though, because spots are rapidly filling up. This concludes our sports report for Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. This is Jesse Bell signing off and throwing it over to my main man, Chancellor, for your community updates. Lions Civic Gardens, Gardeners Road next to the Cataraqui Town Center, the City of Kingston, and Cataraqui Center are throwing four parties called Friday in the Gardens at Lion Civic Gardens. This new city summer pop-up event features movies, music, and food. The events will run on July 21st, August 4th, and August 18th. These events are family-friendly and admission is free. United Way Kingston is collecting donations of backpacks, school supplies, and funds to set students up for success. The backpack program is coordinated through the United Way KFL and A with donations from individuals, community businesses, and organizations. The program distributes backpacks and school supplies to ensure that families and children have all they need for a successful school year. In 2022, 1,400 children and youth started the school year with supplies and backpacks. It is estimated that for basic supplies, a backpack, lunch bag, binders, pens, pencils, and a calculator, the cost per student ranges from $200 to $300 for these supplies. Once supplies are collected, 
volunteers will start packing backpacks mid-August for distribution through agencies and schools before the new school year begins. The most needed school supplies include backpacks, lunch bags, pens, pencils, rulers, math sets, markers, crayons, scientific calculators, and pencil cases. Gender-neutral colors are encouraged wherever possible. For a full list of recommended items by age group or to donate monetarily, community members can visit www.unitedwaykfla.ca slash backpack program. That's all for now. I'm Chancellor Maracle, and this has been your community update. Now over to Christina Laurie with your campus news. Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. In this quick update, Queen students have a few upcoming deadlines. On July 21st, that's this Friday, summer term classes end for the May to July 12-week session. On the 24th, the registration period for fall and winter classes begin. On the 25th, summer term assessments for May to July, the 12-week session, classes begin. The 31st is the last day to drop summer term classes for the July to August 6-week session without faculty office permission. And again on the 31st, it is the last day to apply for admission to the upper year program at Bader College for the fall term. For RMC students, July 31st is the admissions application deadline for the fall term. That is all for your short campus news update, and next up is Dinah with weather and traffic. Now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight we're expecting partly cloudy skies with a low of 17 on Thursday, Sunday in the morning and early in the afternoon, then a mix of sun and cloud and a 40% chance of showers late in the afternoon with a risk of thunderstorm and a high of 28. Thursday night cloudy with a 60% chance of showers and a low of 17. On Friday cloudy, 60% chance of showers, high of 22 and a 40% chance of showers that evening with a low of 16. On Saturday a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 24 clear skies on Saturday night with a low of 14 and on Sunday a mix of sun and cloud and a 30% chance of showers with a high of 25 cloudy periods with a 30% chance of showers Sunday evening with a low of 15. Thanks so much and now it's time for the CFRC City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists, cyclists and pedestrians can expect road closures at Dunkirk Avenue from Alfred to Fergus, George Street from Wellington to Regent and Regent to James, King Street from Plast Arms to the Tragically Hip Way, Lower Brewer's Swing Bridge, Queen Mary Road from Bath to Notch Hill, Sir John A. Macdonald Boulevard from Union to King will be closed until July 21st, Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess, Union Street from Sir John A. to Alwington, University Avenue from Union to Earl, and Wright Crescent from the south intersection of Palace to 16 Palace. The Play Street Initiative is still in effect on Thomas Street from County to Patrick on Mondays from 3.30 to 5.30 when the street will be closed. The parking disruption is still underway at the Chow Memorial parking lot. Parking is available in the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking lots, but the Robert Bruce parking lot second level is closed for a few weeks to conclude the structural maintenance and renewal of waterproofing materials. 
and a large event will be held at the Leon Center from Thursday, July 20th to Sunday, July 23rd. Parking in the downtown core around the Leon Center will be limited due to increased demand. The Frontenac lot will be closed to general parkers from Thursday to Sunday, and the Doug Fleur lot will be closed from Friday to Sunday. Other road delays, Bath Road at Queen Mary, expect delays until August 9th. Bay Ridge Drive from Woodbine to Cat Woods, Highway 15 from Maine to Highway 2, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Jackson Mills from 1859 Jackson Mills to Burbrook, Princess Street from Collins Bay to Bay Ridge, Sand Hill Road from Boundary to 3058 Sand Hill, and Taylor Kid Boulevard from Collins Bay to the to 100 meters west of Collins Creek Bridge. And the Rideau Trail is still closed while crews replace that sanitary main. Now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for July 18th to July 22nd. Have an event you would like covered on our website and news programming? Contact us via cfrc.ca today. On July 18th, coming up at 11.45, people can learn about the basics of 3D printing at the SparkU Studios Makerspace in Mitchell Hall, Room 101. At noon on the same day, music in the park takes place in Confederation Park starting at 12.30, with a Tuesday performance by Cliff Edward and Friends, a Thursday performance by Chris Giger, and a Saturday performance by Gerald McGrath. And every Tuesday this July and August, folks can head down to Springer Market Square for Salsa in the Square with free dance classes starting at 6.00. 6.30 and an open dance floor from 7.30 to 10. No experience necessary and all are welcome. On July 19th, folks can also check out a second night of the screening of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars at the Screening Room downtown with showtime starting at 6 and 8.30 p.m. Also on July 19th, head on down to the Union Gallery for Care OK with Queen's doctoral candidate Fan Wu, a free night of fun karaoke bops immersed within Wu's current Gentle Disruptions exhibition. On July 20th, country music fans can enjoy a performance in Confederation Park for free by local band Whiskey Smoke starting at 7 o'clock. And after that, head on over to the Market Square a block away behind City Hall at 8.30 for Two Truths and a Lie, a fun haunted walk of Kingston ghost story trivia game ahead of this week's movie in the square, Ghostbusters Afterlife, starting at 9 p.m. On July 21st, at 7 o'clock, lovers of romantic, joyful, and jazzy songs could head down to Springer Market Square for free performances by the Frontenac Concert Band. And the Grad Club is also hosting All Punked Out Drag Show, hosted by Sherry Ann Hex and featuring amazing drag punk guests Jesse James, Nikita Bewitched, and Lizzie St. Cloud. Tickets available via gradclub.ca. And for folks looking for an evening cruise and trivia fun, there's also a tasty trivia night happening at Carlos Estates in Prince Edward County, hosted by local drag sensation the Queen of Wheat, Rowena Way. And the evening starts at 6 p.m. And you could go to dragshow.ca for more information on tickets. And on July 21st, you can also check out Super Nintendo at Musiki for a great all-ages jazz fusion event starting at 8 o'clock. And on July 22nd, check out the second annual Big Queer Book Sale at Trellis HIV and Community Care at 844 Princess Street from 9 to noon with pay-what-you-can proceeds supporting Reload and Trellis HIV Community Care. Also on Saturday, a kid-friendly music event will be at the corner of Princess and Sydenham Streets at 10.30 in the morning with Fiddle Earth performing as part of the Silly Sounds on Sydenham series 
followed by the Barry Ewan Trio at 1.30 p.m. for the Sounds on Sydenham afternoon series. Also on July 22nd, Dennis Bowman and the Wild Roses are playing a show with Jukebox County at the Toucan on Saturday as well, starting at 10 o'clock with free admission. And finally, Rockin' the Rock is taking place on Howe Island, featuring food, vendors, and performances by Chris and Dee, Tiny Horse, The Wilderness, My Son the Hurricane, and more. Ticket info about Rockin' the Rock and information on the free shuttle from Kingston is available at howislandrockintherock.com. This week, CFRC invites you to check out the Memorial Center Market. The market is open every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Memorial Center. There's a great variety of crafts, snacks, and activities for friends and family. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, and Queen's University Career Services. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next. <laughs>